Hi guys, welcome to the Church Split Reviews, where a Christian reviews pop culture, TV shows, movies, video games, or whatever it is I feel like talking about at the time. This was not one I planned on doing, but it's one that I felt like I should do. Uh, so The Last of Us on HBO just premiered this evening. I watched it with a good friend of mine, and uh, I have things that to say about it. Some good things, some bad things, some tentative things. So for those of you guys who do not know, The Last of Us is based on the absolute smash hit video game by the same name, The Last of Us. And The Last of Us Part 2 came out a couple years ago on um, on most gaming consoles and platforms. And it, the first game was a smash hit mainly because it was a narrative-focused game. Now, guys, just so you know, the game has been out for a long time, so I will talk more spoilery about this show in general. And I think it's because the things I had to say will have to do with the things that are spoilery. Because anyone who knows anything about The Last of Us is that it has a great story. Now, I was one of those people that was kind of late to the train on The Last of Us video game. That's because I did not have a PlayStation 3, so I never played it on that. So when I got a PS4, eventually got the Definitive Edition, and the Definitive Edition was the first I played. And I was one of those people that heard about the hype of the game and played the game, and then afterwards went, well, that's pretty good. But I wasn't as mind-blown as other people have been on it. And um, But I, over, the, over time, I've grown to really appreciate the game and like the game and love the game, but just probably not on the same level as other people. So I know there's a high expectations for this game and pro uh, for this show, I should say, even though um, most people are probably expecting to under deliver. And um, like I said, oh, and then The Last of Us two, Part 2, like, yeah, that game, um, actually, I really enjoyed the story. I was one of the few people I think that did. There's a lot of people who were very disappointed in it, and I understand why, and I think they're right in some of those areas. So here's, uh, so I have, I have things to say about this pilot episode, and I might try to review every single episode every single week if I have time. Uh, but episode one so far, I can say I am tentatively optimistic, but I do have some gripes, and I'm going to talk about the gripes first, and then I'll talk about what I like about what they did with it, and then I'll talk about what I think people like about The Last of Us in general. Well, one of the things I think that's important for Christians specifically. Now, guys, The Last of Us is a mature video game and a mature show, so there's going to be mature language, and that's just part of the world of this game. It's a brutal world. So those of you who do not know, it's basically a zombie apocalypse video game slash movie, or show, I should say. I'll So I'll be talking about the show and the video game kind of at the same time a little bit. Uh, and the idea is, if you guys aren't aware, there's a certain fungus that can uh, infect uh, insects, primarily ants, and it kind of makes them into little zombies and eventually grows out of them and sprouts uh, more fungi to infect more ants. And it and it literally controls them. Like, it's actually really creepy if you ever look it up. Well, this The Last of Us is based on the idea of what if these fungi eventually develop to do that to humans, well, and then it says it basically makes them zombies and that they grow like into more and more fungus and it, it's really messed up. Um, and so it's a really compelling story, mainly because Joel is uh, a really compelling character. And the, the, the Last of Us opens up with just normal everyday life from a father and a daughter. And his daughter in the game is about 12 years old. And that is actually, and her name's Sarah, and that's actually one of the areas I had a problem with in this show. So this show takes a long time in the premiere episode to try to establish the, the relationship between Joel and Sarah, and they focus a lot on Sarah just by herself, which I think actually is to the detriment 
of the impact. Because those of you who do not know, major spoiler warning for the first episode and the video game, Sarah doesn't make it very far. She dies, okay? She gets she gets shot, she gets killed, she dies. And when one of the important parts of it is just the you see the relationship between the father and the daughter. Um, the mom's not in the picture, so you just see father and daughter. And it's such a powerful connection, and they establish it so well. So when she dies, man, you almost are brought to tears. It's just so well done, especially in the video game. And in the show, it's done pretty well, but it's not done in the same way in half the time that the game established. And it's mainly because they focus on Sarah so much away from her dad. Uh, trying to show her, like, getting him a gift for his birthday and all these, and just kind of doing her own thing at school and stuff. And I think it was to the detriment of the show. I don't think it helped the show. I think they were trying to get you to attach to Sarah, but you're not supposed to be just attached to Sarah. You're supposed to be attached to Sarah and Joel as a unit. So when she dies in the show, it's all far less impactful because up to this point, you spent more time with Sarah then you have Joel, and now you're supposed to care about Joel for the rest of the episode and the rest of the series, really. And, and so that it, that really, I think, undercut it. The other issue I have is the, the is the casting, the casting for Sarah. Now, the actress does a good job at having some of those. They have that moment on the couch, just like in the game, where there's like some quippy back and forth of father-daughter banter. And I loved that part of the game. And I actually really, that's when the show finally started pulling me in, was at that moment. Uh, when they started doing that. Otherwise, I was just kind of like, what's going on? I'm not really into this. I, this is going to be bad. So um, also the casting in general is just wrong. One, Sarah is a like 12-year-old blonde girl, and this girl looks like she's like 17, um, 17, 16, maybe 18 years old. I think I looked up that the actress is 17. Uh, and she's also probably half black. And so you have this like, it just doesn't look like Sarah. So it was one of those things where, that took me out of it a little bit where it's like, oh, that's Sarah. That doesn't look like Sarah. And that looks like Riley. And if you're familiar with The Last of Us video game, um, Ellie is what this other character in it. And she, her best friend slash girlfriend, because apparently Ellie's lesbian, just FYI. Um, and Riley was her. So I was like, you look more like Riley than you do Sarah. Uh, so I just thought that was weird casting. The other thing, the reason why the casting was a problem, was, and it's more than just race swapping, I can I actually can bear with that, even though I do feel like that is it's excessively happening nowadays, like it happened in uh, House of the Dragon, it happened in Rings of Power, where random we were, were switching around different ethnicities, that makes it actually confusing to keep track of, right? Like, so real quick tangent. In House of the Dragon, it, it turned into, okay, so this is all supposed to be one family, but they don't quite all look like they're part of the one family because, you know. And it, in fact, it's funny because even in The Last of Us show, there's a one part where she's like, what are you? Like, Ellie goes, what are you, my mom or something to um, to the leader of the Fireflies? And she goes, do I look like your mom? And I'm like, I don't know. The show, it, the, these shows nowadays don't seem to realize that it, visual storytelling is really important, especially if you're going to be with characters for a certain period of time. What made something like Game of Thrones effective is the fact that when you saw a Lannister, you knew it was a Lannister. They all had the same kind of golden hair. So it was like a visual tell for you that this is who you're going to be talking to. You could tell a Stark or people from the North, usually because they were wear they had darker hair, they were wearing furs, and it's kind of helped with the visual storytelling element. Or then in the in uh, the Rings of Power, like the king, like she's like, oh, that's my father. They get up to this tower and... You know, and the woman who's talking is she looks like she's black, and then suddenly her father looks like a, a an average European king, and you're just like, 
okay, this is a, it becomes really hard to kind of keep track of. So it's kind of a gripe I have in general with nowadays. It's not like so much like, I, obviously I don't care about inclusivity because The Last of Us has a lot of inclusivity, right? But it's just this idea of, are we just doing this for politics? Well, the answer nowadays is yes, but it, it removes the visual storytelling uh, that is so important when we're when we're trying to convey things visually to uh, to a base. Now, granted, they never show her mom, so there is a little bit more leeway there for Sarah. But the biggest casting issue, really, with Sarah is her age being way too old and her doing this whole thing separate from her dad. Because in the game, she's really about like 11, 12 years old. Okay, so she's a very young child, and so you you feel like she's just old enough to start having like some of her own independent self and her own personality. You really see that coming through with her like quippiness with her dad and and this relationship that they build and her going out of her way to get him this gift, and it was this beautiful like father daughter thing. But also she was very young, and so when she even cuddles with her dad on the couch, you know she's she's a young you know just entering like the adolescent preteen times when she's laying with, uh, like leaning on her dad on the couch you feel that like because she seems young enough for those things but in this was like when i saw her i was like whoa wait that doesn't not only do you not look like sarah but you're also not this like it's more than just the race swap it's literally the age it's like you are you look too old to be sarah like it feels like the relationship is now different because it's less like you're a child and more like you're turning you're a young adult so i just it th kept throwing me off from like, like there's one, when he was talking to her in the kitchen, like right when you introduce her, they're talking, they're like eye to eye, like very like, it's an eye to eye conversation. And it, from the angle, she almost looked like she was 20. And, and then it like switches around. I'm like, okay. And I was really having a hard time trying to figure out her age in general, what they're trying to convey in the show, because she looked like she was probably 17. And at a certain angle, she looked like she was 20, but then her room and everything looked like something you'd expect from like a 10 to 12 year old girl. So it just felt like it was a mixed visual messaging. Sarah, that whole part with Sarah drove me crazy until the crap goes down. Once crap goes down, then I was like, like, when they're first on the couch, they started bantering, started feeling the connection. And then when crap goes down, then I really started to be like, all right, this feels like Joel and Sarah. This is good. This is good. Because then you start seeing her feel scared and vulnerable. And that whole beginning segment I found just kind of clunky because of those things. And it's just, it's very jarring. Kind of like when you, I mean, when you watch a show, a movie, for example, uh, you expect to see the characters the way ought, they ought to be portrayed. It's like if you watch um, Spider-Man and suddenly he takes off his, his uh, mask and he's like, you know, this ginger 55-year-old man, you'd be like, whoa, that doesn't look like Spider-Man at all. You know, he's supposed to be like brown hair and like in his 20s, early 30s and Who's this ginger 55 year old? And it's like, he might be able to act the part. He might even be able to have, you know, say the right lines right. You know, he might even have the athletic capability to do all the Spider-Man stuff, but he, you look at him, you're going, that doesn't look like Peter Parker though, right? Um, and, and the age is wrong, everything's wrong. And so that was, that was a big gripe. Like we we're all sitting on the couch and me and my friend who are big uh, Last of Us uh, fans, and he's huge into it, way more than me. And we were just like, this just feels weird. It's just, it just felt weird. Um, mainly because again, when you're like, there's a part where she's like laying on his lap and stuff. And you're like, I just feel like you wouldn't be doing that with your 17 year old. I just like 17, 18 year old daughter. It just, it's again, I, I hope you guys are getting my drift there. It just felt odd. Um, 
However, when crap goes down, it really feels like it's going down. It's really good. They added some elements like airplanes and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. And so here's the thing. That's my gripe. All right. And let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> when you're dealing with a show based on a video game or any movie based on a video game, most video game movies and TV shows are horrible. So if your only gripe is as a character who is very briefly at the beginning and how they treat that character, they're doing pretty good. I mean, what could it, it's an easy fix. So that's kind of the annoying thing where I'm like, why didn't you just follow the blueprint of the game that everyone loved? Um, but otherwise, fantastic. I actually really enjoyed the rest rest of the, uh, the episode. And... Um, I think the casting for Joel and Ellie is really good. Um, not so much because I, I think he looks more like Joel than uh, Ellie does. Ellie doesn't so much look like Joel, I mean, like Ellie, besides the fact that she's small in stature and whatnot. But she's got the attitude that Ellie has. And if anyone doesn't know the, the, know the game, Ellie's about supposed to be about the same age as Sarah was. So probably 12, 13, 14 years old, like a younger teen or adolescent teen. And, but she's all sorts of attitude. I mean, this girl, she'll, she'll stab somebody. You know, she, this is a girl who's raised in the zombie apocalypse. She's a bit of a savage and she'll stab you. She'll kill you. She'll cuss you out. She does not care. It's, it's definitely somebody where that's believable. Like that's a, that's a child who grew up in the zombie apocalypse. And so you definitely feel that with her. And then Joel, you definitely, um, you, you feel that tragedy with him. But, but it would have done, I really wish it would have spent more time with Joel and Ellie, um, yeah, Joel and Sarah together at the beginning, um, instead of just showing, following Sarah around doing things, I thought that that could have been fleshed out better. Um, so, all right. So that was good. Uh, the, uh, the other thing, the rest of the show, um, seems to be following the, the game pretty closely, setting the right tone, because the thing is, is you're not going to have every detail, right? Right. Like, I mean, you're just not, but the entire scene in the car, when the crap is going down with Joel and, uh, Sarah and his, uh, brother, Tommy felt a lot like the game because if you play the video game, you're playing as Sarah in the back of this vehicle and it's just kind of showing you stuff that's happening like with the camera basically in the vehicle and they do that in the show. And I was like, that is mm, money. That's the way you're supposed to do this. Well done. Uh, the other thing I thought the game did way better in the, than the show uh, is w the reveal of the zombies, so to speak. Uh, the, the, that part was handled better in the game because if you remember in the game, they hear a commotion and basically kind of in the backyard and like the neighbor comes breaking through the, the, the glass door and it's this big like what is happening moment and then all the crap goes down. And this is like this elderly uh, neighbors of theirs that she has a relationship with and she spends like a good chunk of time with them again instead of with her dad to establish the relationship so for you to feel the gut punch more when she passes. But... Then the, like the grandma lady tur turns and so when all this is going down, her dad's picking up uh, Tommy from jail because he got in, put in jail again. She's at like the older people's house and when she's at the older people's house, she's like, oh, where are the people? Where are they at? Like, where, where, are, my, where are my neighbors? And she just hears a noise and she goes in there and well, old granny turned and has uh, almost killed one and was feeding on the other. 
And then she runs. She's like, oh, my goodness. And then dad shows up and kills granny <gasps> again, kills granny again, I think would be the proper way to put that. And so you're but and I was like, well, I thought the game set that so much better because like there was this wholesome like father daughter watching this cheesy movie in the game together and some quippy dialogue. And they and, you know, the falling asleep on the couch like, you know, father and daughter do. And then uh, the shattering through the that, that whole scene in the game was so much more intense and kind of felt more organic were throughout this entire episode. They kept trying to establish things aren't right. Things aren't right. Ooh, there's cops around. Ooh, there's this happening. Oh, you know, you should go. You should leave our store now because something's clearly going down. And I was like, I didn't like that. I just thought the game did a way better job at just establishing that this is a, a, a you know, a, th a next level threat right now. And you got to handle it right now as a family because no one knew this was happening. No, no one was coming. We're throughout the, the show, they kind of were like, yeah, people kind of knew about it, but you were, but you little girl, we're not going to tell you, we're not going to help you. It's just, that was weird. I didn't like that. Uh, I just, the show, it, literally the game set it up perfectly for a show or a movie so well. It was all cinematic basically at the beginning anyway. Why didn't you, the very beginning of the show is where all my gripes were. And I was like, oh, come on. You could have done like it. it and mainly again, cause it was so easy, but I'll stop ranting about it. It was just all that was wrong. But I did think um, in the end, I'll say when Sarah dies in her father's arm, that entire scene was still very effective. I mean, I'm still like, oh, Sarah, no. <laughs> uh, me and my, uh, my buddy were like, oh, PTSD all over again. Here we go. Um, and then after that, you do see the shift. 20 years late, 20 years pass. You see Joel as basically like a hardened killer and a criminal a little bit. You definitely get the vibe that things have gone down. He's with uh he's with Tess. That whole thing is uh is really interesting. One of the things I like that they added in the show was showing when Ellie was captured and her proving to them that she's not infected, because those again who have not watched the show or play the video games, spoiler warning, Ellie's immune to the disease, the only one that they know of. So they knew that she had a bite mark, so they kept testing her to see if she was turning, and she wasn't. And they're like, what in the world? Well, luck luckily, later on, the um, the leader of the Fireflies comes in and uh, bails her out. Um, and then, of course, that's when she gets handed off to Joel to smuggle her outside of, outside of the city. And that was the other thing. They established Joel's relationship with, like, one of the officers. And this is where one of the interesting themes that The Last of Us uh, kind of follows, especially after COVID. For those of you who do not know, Marlene, the leader of the Fireflies, uh, they're, they're called terrorists, but they're really like a rebellious group who pushes against the government entities. And the government entities are basically running, like, a complete authoritarian regime over the people for their safety, right? That's what they tell them. So rations are low. You have to do crappy work. Like they, you have to like, they have to, uh, test people to make sure they're not infected. If they find someone infected, they just smoke them right then and there. And then they burn the bodies. And that was actually one of the other effective things. The game, the, the, the show does is they show this child. Oh, I really liked that scene. Like that entire part with the scene, they show a child, make it to the city. They test the child to see if the child is, is sick. And what do they do? Um, they they euthanize him and just like take this child out, and then Joel has to throw him into the fire. And you're just like, and man, when that happens, like, oh, that that's effective storytelling right there. Like this, well, hey, he's infected. We just have to we have to do this. There's no cure. 
So you're like, oh my goodness. Like, so that part was really effective. I really enjoy, I really liked that because it's trying to set the tone. You need to set the tone of how bad this world has gotten. And one of the interesting parts of right off of COVID is that if you remember straight, people were going ballistic on COVID. I mean, there was hate crimes increasing against Asian people because they were going, oh, Asians are the problem here. You know, stop Asian hate. That was a big thing um, because people were, you know, they blamed them for it. Uh, but what, and then there's also this whole, like, you can't come in here unless you've been vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, not vaccinated, you are not welcome here. And there's this whole thing with that sort of, you know, have you been treated? Have you not? And then uh, uh, this idea of shunning and authoritarianism coming down. And for people who wondered why people were pushing against that sort of thing so much, it's because like the last of us kind of shows why, like, look at how they lose their humanity, where it gets to the point where you're not even allowed to leave the city, you're under an authoritarian regime. And it's all for your quote, unquote, safety, but they do a really good job at showing though, although you might be quote, unquote, physically safe, they're not really living life, they're not really enjoying themselves. No, to live is to be free, and they're not free at all. So it ends up really kind of showing that. And then the fireflies are like the extreme response that happens. Whenever authoritarianism sets in, there's always another group that pushes against it, but sometimes in their own form of extremism. And that's what makes The Last of Us interesting is, is this idea of the authoritarian militaristic regime versus these extreme rebellion, this extreme rebellion group that is just willing to just kill people however they need. And so it just basically shows what happens in desperate times, desperate measures, it's the end of the world, there's this pandemic, authoritarianism, then rebellions, and it just, it really explores that, that world, the Last of Us world does a really good job at that. And uh, especially coming right off the pandemic, I hope that some people do some introspection on how they responded to people during that time and realize that mm, you might've had a vein of some of that, uh, that, that this show or video game was getting at a little bit at the time. Uh, the other thing that uh, I thought was uh, well done was, again, just the rest of the storytelling. Um, Marlene was cast very well. Uh, Joel's cast well. Ellie is cast well. Even Again, Ellie doesn't so much like look like her face, but I mean, you're not going to find someone who looks just like their face. But the point is that you look enough like the person like that you're supposed to play as, right? Like at least she has, you know, she has got the same color hair, things like that. But also that attitude. I was actually very concerned with who, when I heard they're doing a last of us show, I'm like, who are they going to get to play Ellie of all people? Because Ellie is such a beloved character. Uh, be, I mean, this girl is, she is spunky, but she's lovable. She is disrespectful, but you love her. You know, I mean, the, everything about her is just fantastic, but she's a complex character because it's hard to balance that attitude she has and make her so likable. And when I found out who they cast, I was like, wait, that one girl from Game of Thrones who is like, who was like 10 years old and taking zero crap from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she probably could play the part very well. And she does so far, so far, um, so far, I'm really, I really enjoy that. So anyway, um, with all that, with all that said and built up, I thought the, the beginning was good. I actually enjoyed the beginning uh, despite all my griping. I thought the beginning was good, but could have been better. And all they had to do is follow the blueprint of the game. The rest of it was so far very well done. And I am tentatively optimistic where it goes from here. Uh, one might say uh, it's a perseverance of the saints. We'll see if it holds out at this point. You know, I, I would say it's a, it was a, I was on a strong 50-50 at the beginning. I'm like, oh my goodness, don't change too much of these things. And then they kind of stuck with it 
the the rest of it pretty well. Now, granted, it's not going to be a, like a shot for shot, but I don't think people want a shot for shot. Really, what what people are looking for is that you capture the right characters, the right tone, and tell the right story. Like as long as you get the main beats right, people are pretty happy. Um, now, the biggest concern I have is uh, I really hope that they handle some of these things maturely. Uh, in the game, like I mentioned earlier, Ellie is known uh, in the community. She's a les she's lesbian, right? Okay, so she's gay. And of course, that's a very woke thing nowadays. Like, of course, we have to have a character like that and everything. And The Last of Us Part Two gets even more so into it in a very kind of a way where you're like, really, come on, this is a zombie apocalypse and we're really going to have a have a trans kid in it. Like, uh, But it took me a while, by the way, in The Last of Us 2 to realize that, that that's what they were getting at with that child because they're very subtle about it um, for, for a minute. And then I was like, wait, are you serious? But I will say this. I can't stand most of the woke stuff nowadays. I can't. It drives me insane uh, that we need to have, we're like, oh, we got to have every single character represented ever. And I'm like, well, you, you really don't. Like, you got to make the characters make sense within their world. Um, I will say that generally speaking, though, the writers of The Last of Us, mainly because of, if you know the studio behind The Last of Us, they're really good story writers. But it's like, even though they have those characters, it doesn't feel like is preaching at you about those characters. If, does that make sense? Like you have the characters you just happen to be that way, but you never feel like it's like, yeah, and if you disagree with this or yeah, or if you know, whatever, you're just, everyone else is a bunch of bigots. Like they don't really get into that too much. The Last of Us Part Two does so a little bit, but in a way that's still a little bit more tasteful that I was able to handle. But um, it definitely, like I said, it's for mature, so it, for mature audiences. So if you're a Christian, definitely be expecting the fact that you have your discernment glasses on as you always should. Now, the thing that the, makes The Last of Us popular now, of course, after coming off the heels of that, you might be like, as a Christian, how can you say this is good? I'm like, okay, but hear me out. Like anything with the world, there's going to be things in it that you don't like, and there's going to be things in it that are sinful and you know that are against scripture. That's going to be part of it, all right? That's going to be part of anything that's media, pretty much. I mean, there might be some exceptions, but generally speaking, there's going to be something bad in any media that's worldly. What The Last of Us does well that Christians ought to actually care about is the father-daughter relationships. That's why I was hammering that so much at the beginning because I was like, oh, you're undercutting what makes The Last of Us so good. But hopefully they really build that, the, that story up properly. Um, and it looks like they already have. Well, there's a little hint to it at the, at the end there with the officer. But what makes The Last of Us so good for a lot of people is the father daughter thing. If you like God of War right now because of the father son thing, you need to thank the last of us for making it possible because nowadays we're doing this big thing where masculinity is toxic, right? All this stuff about bad masculinity, but the last of us and God of War actually do a really good job of showing like a positive side to masculinity. You see a father, uh, you see a father being a father at the very beginning of the last of us. You see him with his daughter, Sarah, uh, he works hard. He comes home to her. She she loves her dad because he's there for her. He's there for her. He works hard for her and he gives her attention. He spends time with her. And you just really get this idea of like, wow, he's an involved dad. Good for you, man. And so when she dies, well, first of all, when she gets injured, and he's just carrying her through the chaotic streets, just desperately trying to save his kid and get her to safety. And then when he fails to do that because the government turns on him because they're like, oh, we don't know if you're infected or not. So they just shoot them both. He lives and his daughter dies in his arms. Oh, it's so horrible. I'm going to have P PTSD again. Every time I play that game at the beginning, I'm like, I regret, I regret firing this game up. Oh, that's horrible. Um, but because of that, 
fatherhood that involved fatherhood and losing his daughter you're like oh my goodness you really get you really feel that because he was a good dad he was an, he, and one of the things that fathers could learn nowadays from the game at the very beginning is work hard for your family provide for the best you can for them but not just provide for them materialistically and financially but emotionally be there for them have fun with your kids but also father them and guide them and then also to protect them emotionally and physically and spiritually run defense and and Joel does but then Joel feels like he failed so he slips into complete depression kind of goes into crime a little bit right just to survive and he just kind of becomes a, a very different person he, he gets he goes very dark he even becomes like an alcoholic and a drug addict in the show they really they kind of show that for a minute that you're like oh he's not doing good since then and then what happens is that when he gets this ellie girl well she's the only one with the cure everyone ends up wanting her and he has to smuggle her across to to safety essentially to his other place we'll get to that as the show progresses but what makes it interesting is you see them grow a bond together and they hate each other at first it's like it's the funniest thing it's like so visceral they hate each other at first and then over time uh he learns to protect her and she asks some questions about the world he answers them he and they really build this great father-daughter relationship and it's like she, it, she reminds him of sarah and so he almost like pushes her away and then he slowly lets her in then he ends up like just absolutely loving this girl and in the end does some crazy stuff because he loves her because any father would do the same for their daughter. And that is a message that, and there's a reason why video game bros blew up on this game because generally speaking, those who are playing video games are men. Now I'm not saying that women don't play video games, but mostly the audience is male. And when in most media, it's either, oh, he's a man and all he wants is revenge and he's a, just a super powerful warrior. Um, or you know, he's a toxic man and he's evil. Like that's what they hear in all the time. And to show a game that shows the positivity of, of fatherhood and masculinity was like earth shattering for people. It was so good because people hadn't seen that level of father daughter in a, in a video game ever. Really? I can't really think of one. If you know one, let me know in the comments below, but that's what made it unique was uh, was he starts running defense. He starts realizing his duty to protect her, to love her, to care for her as a person. And that uh, that and the other cool thing it kind of explores is family is not always blood. Family is sometimes those you choose around you to love. And that is one of the coolest parts about the game and about where I hope this show hits just right. I, like I said, they blundered, I think, the beginning. I see what they're going for. They really wanted you to connect to Sarah. So when she died, you felt for Sarah. But the point is, like I said, was that you felt you loved Sarah and Joel as a unit. And that doesn't subtract from Sarah. Part of Sarah is her dad. And you see that a little bit when she's, of course, getting the gift for him. And she's like, yeah, I stole the money from you because I knew you wouldn't do it yourself. But don't worry, I, I left the change. And it's just really funny. But, uh, you know, that I did like that part. But it was just, you know, I felt like they should have showed them more together and really made you feel like they were father and daughter. And so, anyway, I, I really really like the story of The Last of Us more and more. Like I said, it grew on me over time because I first was like, what's the big deal about this game? Because I just played like Uncharted 4 beforehand. I'm like, okay, so it feels like a jankier linear action stealth game with zombies. And I'm like, the fungus zombies are kind of cool and creative. But it wasn't until later on I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? People really latch on this because it's men who normally, normally play video games and normally 
they don't sh- they, they're not shown this positive side of ma- of masculinity and that's a thing i really enjoy because nowadays not there there's of course the two extremes right the male toxic masculinity or there's like the andrew tate manosphere of like you know make money and get women and the most important thing that men are called to do is be fathers and to love their children, love their families and be part of their community. And Joel learns to do that. And I think that is such a cool thing. And that's also what God of War gets, right? Is him learning to be a dad after all the things he's done. So it's all like damaged dad, learning to be a dad. It, it, it's, it's just, it hits everyone in the fields. Who doesn't love that? Like, it's just so good. So anyway, um, I'm obviously, because the show's not done, I don't have a rating for it. Uh, this is literally just a perseverance of the saints. Hopefully it does a really good job and just nails it and knocks it all out of the park. I really want them just to crush this. Uh, there's apparently supposed to be a God of War show coming out. Uh, eventually there's a few other shows that I've heard that are supposed to release and I want them to be good. And if the last of us can't do it, I don't think any, that is the most, like one of the most story driven games of all time. Um, if the last of us can't do it, Nobody can. We're screwed from here on out, period. That's just all there is to it. And, uh, you know, for those of you who might not be into gaming, some of you guys might not realize this, but the video games do have some great and rich stories to tell. And, and But the problem is that some stories are only told that good in a video game because it's a video game. Video games have a different, are a different medium than films. Like a film is something that's all visual and audio storytelling, but in a video game is visual, it's audio, but it's interactive. So you are doing the things and it rely, it depends on you to push through it. So there's, it tells the stories differently, but the last of us is such a cinematic story game that I think it could actually do well in this adaptation. If the people remember to tell the story from the last of us perspective and not let politics and agendas and poor writing or will our creative license to get in the way because that has been happening way too much in these in these movies and video games now it's like politics are in the way so we gotta we gotta make sure we have every inclusive character in fact that was like one of the big things they were talking about like what is it in the witcher uh blood origins uh, like when you talk to the actors like well we have our first gay kiss scene in the witcher universe you're like yeah but the rest of the show's trash so just because you have your political social messaging in it doesn't make it make it good. You have to make me care about the characters. And that's what makes certain certain people just don't seem to get that. It's like you can actually even Christians, you can get Christians and other people to be attached to characters who actually technically are not necessarily moral people. They're not doing things that would necessarily be Christianly Christian and moral. That's half of protagonists in these things, right? Like most people love John Wick. John Wick's not a moral guy, but you feel for him because what he's doing, what he's feeling is a very human feeling when he loses his wife and it they kill his puppy, <laughs> right? You feel that because even though he's not a righteous person, he's not a good person, you relate with him. You connect with him as a person and that's a good thing. And basically that's of course an excuse for action movie schlock, but it's really well done action movie schlock. So the point is that I really hope they do not get the political messaging. Uh, they don't put political messaging more in this than they need to. Um, I can see them obsessing with some of the characters because of the political messaging. I hope they don't lean into that because that would actually take away from the characters because that was never their identity. What made you feel like it was their identity? In fact, I remember when it was sh- re- like 
announced essentially later on when it became known that that's what Ellie was people were like oh okay like well really but they already really attached to her like they already really liked her as a character so you were attached to her as a person so I really hope they don't let political messaging get in the get in the way like they did they've done with the Witcher I hope they stick faithful to the source material they ejected from it at the very beginning of this a little bit but it wasn't it wasn't enough to compromise the entire show which is good but they did that with they did it with The Witcher. They've done it with uh, Game of Thrones. They've done it with an endless amount of like that abysmal Aragon movie back in the day. Ugh, you guys, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, don't. Um, so if you're a fan of the books, but once you once you eject from the source material, it really can cause problems. Dude, just let that be the rail that guides us, right? Keep stay faithful to the source material. That's why everyone loves Lord of the Rings. Even though Lord of the Rings changed some stuff in the films. Just everyone still loves them. So anyway, hopefully this is good. Hopefully it stays good. I actually really enjoyed the first episode and I'm like, man, I, I really liked this. I, I'm really feeling this. I really hope they just stick that landing and they keep with that tone throughout the entire thing. Cause if they don't, there will be riots. So <laughs> anyway, guys, let me know what you guys think of The Last of Us. What do you think of The Last of Us video game? What do you think of The Last of Us TV show? Um, and do you think the show is going to be good or not? And uh, do you think I'm crazy uh, about the beginning of the show? Or do you do you think that it was a good way to handle the beginning? Uh, do you like the changes that they made? Uh, I'd be curious everyone else's thoughts because I was over there like, I don't know, am I crazy on this? And my buddy agreed with me, but we, we're a little stingy when it comes to source material stuff. Like we're very much like... I want to see the source material on screen, period. Like with a thing I love in the book or the comic or whatever, I want to see on screen, period. I don't want you I don't want you messing with it. <laughs> so let me know what you guys think of the beginning. Let me know what you guys think of the rest of the show. And let me know what you guys think of the game as well. And do you think that the message of The Last of Us with a father-child thing is something that our culture desperately needs today? Because I do think it does. It needs to show that fatherhood is a good thing, that fatherhood is a powerful thing, and that it is something that should be embraced by men not ran away from period so anyway guys thank you for tuning into church split uh we got some more stuff coming to you soon so keep an eye out for that i do plan to do a review very soon or read through i should say um an article by the guardian uh regarding chronicles of narnia being everything that is wrong with like white christian america so that'll be something that'll make you want to vomit in your mouth so that's coming here soon we'll do that as a live stream but until then guys take care and god bless